What is up, my fellow Dogecoin millionaires? It's the Tech Hat Games <laughs> Podcast. I'm your host, Tony, here with my good boy, co-host, Leo. <laughs> I, I own zero Dogecoin, like some kind I of chump. You should have got in, bro. I was t- yeah, I've been I pumping guess. Dogecoin for uh, such a long time. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised you, you, from your castle that you're even willing to still spend time with me. I'm telling you, just get some before 420. That's just... <laughs> These fucking dorks are gonna buy so much Dogecoin for 420 that uh, it's definitely gonna pop. This is not financial advice. All yeah. right, all right. The, the disclaimer everyone has to say now. Uh, what's up, guys? It's Tech Games Podcast. Uh, this is not a Dogecoin podcast. Uh, I just uh, made a few bucks on Dogecoin. Although, who knows? Maybe it will be. <laughs> yeah, man. Talk to me after 420, and we'll see if this becomes a Dogecoin podcast. Uh, Leo, how was your week? It was good. You know, kind of the same stuff. Weather's changed. It's, it's nice and warm now. So I'm going to go out after this, enjoy the sunlight. Then I'm going to come back in and play some games. How was your week? Uh, pretty good. I do hate uh, the weather is starting to warm up here and I hate it. Like yeah. My allergies are just popping off. It's yeah. just that that transitional season, yep. like where your body's not prepared for uh, for it to get sunny and everything to start growing again. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I woke up. Sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, I was just going to say there's a ton of bugs, too, like. They, that they all like are born at this time so it's just like the sky is filled with bugs for like a week and then it all levels out but yeah i know what you mean yeah i woke up this morning just like completely stuffed my eyes were just on fire it was just <laughs> like am i sick is this coronavirus i'm like oh no it's allergies it's spring it's, that's what it is yeah it's spring that's what happens uh yeah so uh other than that the week's been good um you know, been uh, dozing it up i will say this before we get into the games right i know this isn't a dogecoin podcast but like Buying cryptocurrency is the fucking worst thing. Like, I do not under if there's anything stopping like crypto and Bitcoin and everything from taking off, it's how bad and shady these fucking exchanges are. The places where you like buy and sell Bitcoin and crypto. Yeah. Like, it's always fucked up. Like they're all fucked up. Like we only accept wire transfers and it's gonna cost you, you know, thirty dollars to send one from your bank and it'll take us three days to verify it. And it's like what are you fucking like? What are you fucking talking about? You know, like, like, how is this? How does it work this way? And it's like, oh, we denied your wire transfer. Like, your bank won't let us do it, and it's, <laughs> it, it feels the most. Your illegal. bank's like, nah, dude, you don't want to do this. It feels like the most illegal thing I've ever done, and That's I've funny. done a lot of illegal things. <laughs> I've never right? had any trouble with it. I think when I first set up my Coinbase account, I was like kind of a pain in the ass, but that was a few years ago. And ever since then, I've I just press a button and buy it and have no issues. Yeah, Coinbase Coinbase doesn't trade Doge. Oh, so yeah, Coinbase guess, is very limited. Oh, okay. Well, uh, well, I'm just saying they don't have like like they don't have Doge. Well, yeah, have that explains it then, because they're like, no, right. fuck this. <laughs> well, you're operating Coin- in like dark markets that have no like not even a semblance of regulation. Well, isn't that the point? Like, you know, that's what I mean. Yeah, like, I isn't that what? Is. That's how it's supposed to work. Like, I think I'm not sure about Coinbase, but I know like Robinhood, and I think Coinbase is similar. Like you don't actually own crypto from those sites. Yeah, it's like, like paper. Yeah, yeah, it's like they yeah they kind of paper trade behind the scenes yeah. for you on those currencies, and like they kind of represent you as owning it, right? So you don't really like, you know, it's it's the opposite of Bitcoin, right? You're really just speculate. It's just like speculative yeah. gambling on like the perceived value of those things, but in reality, like you couldn't. Um, you know, if everyone needed to cash out their Bitcoin, like, yeah, now you don't really own any, you know what I mean? Like, it's not really there, Yeah. but, uh, yeah, it's, it's the shadiest, like, 
uh, it's the shadiest thing lots of people do that I could possibly imagine when people are like, oh, you know, we're going to start accepting Dogecoin. It's like, yeah, like that's not, is this, that's not a real currency because no one could ever fucking use it. <laughs> like, yeah. like, you know, it, you would need to be a criminal and like to, to use it. But, uh, yeah, that aside, <laughs> Leo, what are you been playing this week? Other than playing the markets, you know, yeah, the, those crypto <laughs> markets, bro. <laughs> Uh, I played a lot this week, actually. Like, I don't even know where to start. I'll, I'll keep it kind of short because there's one one thing I wanted to talk about a little bit. But again, I played the, the old classics. I played a bunch more Assassin's Creed. I know I've talked a lot about it, but I will say I finally got to, you take this like potion and you end up in Asgard. Um, mm. And it's awesome because you're like hanging out with the gods and Asgard looks beautiful as you'd imagine. And uh, yeah, it's just a great game. I'm just having a blast. I think I'm in about 30 hours now and uh really just every every hour i played i like it more and more um i think once you kind of figure out what you like doing and just focus on that it really kind of opens it up and then you sort of get away from all the system bloat because you just don't engage with those systems and uh i don't know if that's really a if that's really a good thing what that says about the game but it does say there's enough there that even if you ignore a lot of it it's still extremely compelling and very entertaining and and the writing is still quite good and, and fun and, and sweet. And so, yeah, still enjoying that. Um, I played a bunch of Final Fantasy, trying to just back to the MSQ now that the patch is live. Uh, kick Titania's ass. And I'm just, yeah, just doing quests, having fun with that game still. I like how Titania does the the heel turn after you whip her ass, right? Like, yeah. you know, she goes full baby face after the yep. uh, after the ass whipping, and uh, she's real fun to have around after I, I enjoy her as a character. Yeah, totally. Um. So yeah, that was fun. And the new games I played, though, I played a couple of Switch games. I, I've been playing my Switch Lite, and I went into the eShop, because I've been trying to find like a good game to play before bed, you know, as weird as that sounds. And I feel like the Switch Lite is such a good fit for that, where you're just lying in bed, it's the end of the day, and you're just like, yeah, I got half an hour before I get tired. And uh, so I just went and saw it was on sale, and I noticed there was a bunch of Doom shit on sale. You know me, big Doom fan over here. Yeah, I know you. <laughs> so I bought Doom 3, because it was like six bucks, and I was kind of curious about the port. And, um, damn, it's a great part. It's like, it's like 60 FPS, which I was not expecting. I, I don't know for a fact it's 60 FPS, but it feels extremely smooth. There's a couple frame drops, but like certainly not enough that I cared about. And it, it's really neat to see that game, uh, running on the switch hardware. And it reminded me of, you know, I don't know if you, we've talked a lot about doom three, but it was pretty controversial when it came out and it still is like people really either think it's awesome or kind of hate it. Um, but I think it's, I've always liked it and I think it's gorgeous. Like the, the shadows, which were kind of what it was known for and, and the id tech engine at that time, it was very much like a showcase. It was that in half-life two kind of really showing off different, different development paths, but you know, equally valid ones. Um, but I still think doom three looks awesome. Now the character models are rough, but other than that, like it's still, I think it's aged really beautifully. And uh, yeah, I haven't played it a lot on the Switch, but kudos to whoever developed that port because it's quite it's surprisingly really a, a really solid port. Does the Switch screen even display sixty frames? I feel like the thing is like <laughs> uh, like hard locks thirty. It seems so rare that anything <laughs> runs at a good frame rate on that. I actually thing. have no idea what the like refresh rate is or whatever. Like, but but anyway, yeah, it, it's really cool. It's a good port. I was very surprised. It was it was fun revisiting it in the dark and in that tiny screen. Of course, it's a horror game. It's not the optimal way to play it, but I'm familiar enough with it that it's just kind of a cool novelty for six bucks. Why not? Um, but I also bought another game called tales of vesperia mm, tales of vesperia yeah do you have any familiarity with that franchise 
I have some familiarity. I have not played it though. I do yeah. know of it. I've, yeah. It's one of those JRPG franchises, right? Like like Ease or um, Trails or like there's just all these like these franchises that have been around since like the fucking 80s or 90s, and they always just come out and people speak highly of them, but they're always like the sort of B or C level. I wish they huge could. in Japan, huge in Japan. Exactly, right? that's like, what people always say. I'm like, really? How how do they have so much time for so many different JRPGs that are all like 80 percent identical? It's so weird. You know, all the power to it. It's just funny. Um, but so far, I really like it because the combat system is great. It's much more free free form. Like you run around. It's much more real time, and uh, it's pretty pretty complex. I'm only about three hours in, but I'm having a really good time with the with the combat. It's challenging. Uh, but it really immediately set itself apart from the sort of more traditional turn-based stuff. That is also fine. Um, but I really like the combat. And, you know, it's a JRPG, for better or worse. It's very formulaic in a lot of ways. It's charming. The writing's good. You know, the characters are fun and sweet. And uh, it's kind of the best you can hope for. But, yeah, I'm enjoying it. It's a great, you know, it's perfect for a Switch game. I think it initially play- came out on the 360 and PS3. And I can't imagine playing it that way. It would just feel a little too... Uh, traditional, but playing on a Switch, it's a good fit. Did you ever play Xenoblade Chronicles 2? I tried. I, I, it's too much. It's way too fucking, way too anime. Because is the combat similar, though? Because it does kind of look like that, like, run around kind of A little up, bit, like... except Xenoblade's combat is more automatic. Like, you have to actually press buttons to attack in this. And Xenoblade's combat is so frenetic and fucking crazy. Like, it's so overwhelming. There's just so much. They're constantly screaming, and there's, like, so much shit popping on the screen. This is much more like, it's like combo based. It's almost like a fighting game. It's certainly not that complicated, but it's closer to like a fighting game than, than mm. sort of more tactical. I'm sure there's tactical elements that'll come in um, and like character switching and stuff. It's deep. By all accounts, it's very deep if you want it to be. But um, it feels a little more simplified than Xeno Saga or Xeno Blade or whatever. And then, uh, but it's cool. I think yeah, I, I think Xenoblade like Chronicles was just it's too much, man. Like I like the comic. Like you know, it's it's funny. I saw I don't know who was I don't remember who was playing it, but on Twitter, someone was like, "I can't believe I'm uh, like seventy hours into this game, but I just got a tutorial." You know, because yeah. it really does like continue. Yeah, they but, just they uh, threw everything in that game, which is cool. But I can it's it's a little overwhelming for sure. Yeah, but combat it gets so nuts late in the game in a really fun way but yeah yeah i just think because it's kind of that it looks similar in that kind of run around kind of yeah uh, i think the they're yeah space, it's closer to that than like traditional final fantasy turn base mm-hmm. definitely it has a kind of a similar vibe um well it did bring a question to mind for jrpgs like they're so tropey and we've talked about tropes in the past but one thing that i i was thinking about is like you know how every every main character that's how you can always tell if it's a character who's important is they have extraordinarily complicated dress code mm, and i always yeah. think about i've always thought about this even when i was young is like do JRPG protagonists like wake up one day and like choose their outfit? They're like, this is going to be who I am as an adult. Like, is there like a naming day where you like go from the kid outfit to like, this is how I'm going to dress. I'm going to pick it out and I'm going to put it all together. And this is just going to be my uniform from now until I die. You know, it's funny. I actually watched, I don't, what video was it? I was watching something on YouTube like popped up and it was about like, anime protagonist which is basically the same thing yeah more or less and uh it was about fashion and it was ranking um it was talking about uh single out like combat outfit fashion versus like uh like multi-outfit characters right so like i do you know naruto do you know who naruto is i know he is i don't i don't know the show but yeah so he 
he always wears the jumpsuit. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like like no matter jumpsuit. what. Yeah. No matter what day it is. No matter if he's out having fun or doing ninja stuff. Like yeah, he always he, wears the jumpsuit. He knows what works. Yeah. But then you look at like like Joker, right? Yeah. And he has kind of different. Like he has a school yeah. uniform, but he has spring casual uniform, wear, yeah. and spring wear, right? Like like you know he has all his different fashion. Totally. And um, and yeah, I don't know what it is with like like them being so off the wall and wild and yeah like choosing this look and that's just their fucking look that yeah. they always have to have but you know I, I think it really does kind of uh, kind of lean back into the fact that you know Japanese culture is so um, so uh, decorative what, well I'm saying like uh, personal style especially for like teenagers and stuff yeah in a lot of ways they aren't allowed to wear like clothes like um, like, you know, like girls can't wear any makeup in school in Japan. Right. right? Or like, um, you know, they also wear the same like uniforms all the time. Yeah. And so I think there's like this, this like exp- expressive fantasy of having like big hair. Just the fucking crazier, the better, like just, yeah, just everything up to 15. Yeah. And, you know, and everyone kind of looks the same, right? There's not a lot of foreigners in Japan. Right. So yeah. it's like the, the, the sooner you get away from like, you know, black hair, uh yeah. maybe shorter stature like you know like uh uniform look like i think it the better for them right it's a just that's what's exciting right like yeah that makes sense that. where i think here we're a little more expressive so we like kind of more we're down for more plain yeah uh, protagonists yeah, more right? subtle and then again it's not in any way value judgment i really enjoy the, the insanity of it i just love the impracticality of it I find it very amusing like the idea that the jrpg protagonist gets up and is like all right, time to put it all on. I'll see you guys in like four hours when I'm ready. And then just never changes it. And they're like, no, this is me. This is how I dress from this point yeah. onwards. We're uh, going to the movies. This is what I'm wearing. Exactly. We're going to fight. The, this the is doc- what I'm wearing. The doctor, like go to yeah, swimming, swimming pool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I love it. But it is weird when you look at like Nathan Drake or like Joel and they're just like, look like dudes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're the most like dude looking dudes. And yeah. then you look at anything Japanese made and even like. You know, even like normal clothes, like even like uh, like Resident Evil or something, yeah. right? Like, like even those clothes are a little out there. Oh yeah, for just like totally, and like, they always get more like, and more out there. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. It it's is so fun. fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also played Tyranny, which I don't know if I've talked about on this podcast, but it's a it's a really cool game. It's just you know I don't have a huge amount to say about it just because I'm not that far in, but it's really well written and it's just so fun and it's such a like a sort of more subtle exploration of like what evil can be. And like power, and uh, I don't know. It's a really unique game. If you're interested in story and like in like sort of the pinnacle of CRPG writing, I don't know if it's the pinnacle, but it's certainly up there in the upper echelon of just like really remarkably well written and cool choice based uh, narrative games that I really, you know, it's just awesome. It's just really great world building. Like it would make a wonderful novel. So yeah, I, I didn't spend a huge amount of time with it, but I definitely wanted to mention it. Um, the other game that I that I played or tried to play. Uh, was yeah, was Call week, of Duty bro. finally? You had a busy week. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'll, I'll try to move it along here, but that's no, um, okay. <laughs> We're here to talk about it, man. We're here to talk about. Yeah, it. this was this was actually I didn't get to play much of it, and I'll tell you the story as to why. It's quite funny. Um, so I, I got it. I got it when I bought my PS5. It's kind of just been sitting there, but you know, I we talk a lot about Call of Duty. I, I've always considered myself sort of a defender of it in a lot of ways. I'm like, you know, even at its worst, it's always fun. And sometimes yeah, I, like I think Duty, it man. can, I think sometimes it can be genuinely somewhat subversive. Like it's definitely propaganda. It, it is unequivocally 
pro-America propaganda, but there are that doesn't necessarily mean it always has to be super simplistic. It's not always. And at its best, I think it can be somewhat subversive. And even when it's not, it's still fun. So anyway, I was like, well, I'll play through the campaign, whatever. I don't care. So I, I put the disc in. It's a disc. I know. And then it's like, cool, copy disc. I was like, all right, let's do it. And then it triggered a 120 gigabyte download. And I was like, fuck, dude. And it was like, what do you want to download? All the multiplayer? And I was like, no, I just want the campaign. That's it. I don't want any of this shit. I'm not playing zombies. I'm not playing fucking Warzone. I don't care at all about any of this. Please, I just want to do the campaign, but it's not even an option. Um, so I was like, fuck, okay. God, that's annoying. 120 gigs? Like, that's half my fucking <laughs> available space, but yeah. okay. So I let it go for a couple hours, whatever. I was in rest mode while I did something else. And uh, by then, you know, this was a weeknight. So I was, you know, I was getting a little later. I was thinking about bed because I'm old. And uh, and I check in. I'm like, cool, I'll play the first couple missions. And I and I try and log in. And, of course, it's like, you got to have an Activision account. I was like, God, please. I just want to play the campaign. Fuck off. It's so irritating. Uh, so I try and log in. Of course, it doesn't work. And I have to reset my password and blah, blah, blah. Ten minutes later, I finally get back in. I'm like, ah, okay, finally. It's like almost bedtime, but I'm going to do a couple missions. And I go over to the campaign and I click in. It says, oh, no, the campaign has not been installed or downloaded. You have to go to the PlayStation store and download the campaign. And I was like, I was getting pretty upset by this point. It's just like, this is so fucked up. <laughs> and I'm not like one of those old guys screaming at the clouds about how like games used to be simple. But it was like, this, this really does feel like so far in the opposite direction that it was actually making me pretty angry. Yeah. Um, so I went to the PlayStation store and downloaded the campaign, which I was like, Jesus. And it was another 30 gigs, I think. And I was like, okay, well, now I literally have to go to bed. So that was very upsetting and irritating. I was pretty pissed off. Did not leave a good first impression. But then the next day I went in and finally everything logged in. I had to download another update. <laughs> and uh, I finally launched the campaign. Woo! After literally hours. Uh, and I played it and it was fucking trash like i could not believe how bad it was um i'd, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it i played the, I, I played the first two levels and i was really blown away by how shitty it was it was shitty in every way like the writing was just unbelievably shitty the the gameplay was unbelievably shitty it looked pretty nice you know but it certainly didn't like blow me away by how good it looked it was cool to see ray tracing that was neat um what do you remember about the first two missions I'm trying to remember what the first two missions were. So the so, first one, you're like, it starts in a bar, and you talk to this dude who's like, I'm fucking cool. And you're like, well, so am I. And then you walk out, and you like chase this dude through an apartment building. Yeah, like over the roofs and yeah, stuff, Yeah, right? exactly. And then yeah. you like threaten to kill him, and you could choose whether to kill him or not. And the whole time, people are like cocking their guns and saying cool one-liners. And it was just like, it made me so angry. I was like, this is so profoundly, irritatingly stupid in a way that was just like really upsetting. Um, and then the second one is is on the tarmac, uh, and you're like oh, chasing, yeah, chasing the, the airplane, car, yeah. yeah, which was a big part of their trailer. They really showed that off, and uh, yeah, it was also stupid, but at least it was you know a spectacle. It was kind of fun, I guess. Yeah, the second one's definitely better than the first one. Yeah, um, just because at least it has like set pieces in it that are yeah, yeah. At least it made me smile because it was just like okay, this is okay. Like it's just so over the top and ridiculous that it was sort of fun. Um, yeah, the first mission. I'm surprising. I'm surprised it's the first mission because yeah. it's so unimpactful. Because like, yeah, I agree. The set piece is, oh, you're sliding down a roof, jump and then shoot while you're jumping. And it jumping. goes in a slow motion. I was like, fuck, yeah. how? Yeah, it's so yeah, embarrassing. Um, um, yeah, sorry, yeah. good. 
So I think your install problems, I think, are... Well, I they're not are. over. Actually, let me just finish the install problem thing real quick. You asked then. me to talk, all right? Well, no, I didn't know you were going to go to that, though. But it was like... Um, <laughs> let me just finish this one thing. The So I, I finished the third mission, and then I went to play... The f- no, I, I went to play a third mission. It said, oh, no, you've only installed the first part of the campaign. You have to go back to the store and download the next mission. And I was like, what? Like, I was, it was unbelievable. So I uninstalled the entire thing. I was like, no, this is so be like, I was so beyond ridiculous how long it took me. That just totally put me over the edge. And I, and I uninstalled it and put the disc away and probably will never play it again. But that does sound insane. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Come on. Like, again, I I know this is like the way games are going, but we have to admit that was pretty, pretty intense. Anyway, I wonder if the, um, like if the PlayStation store version would have been like easier to install you know what I mean? Like I hope so because because you're already there, right? And it's like install campaign. You know, like you're already making those yeah uh, decisions like at the point of purchase. Yeah, you would certainly you, think so. Whereas when you put the disc in, it's like uh, I guess we're installing this shit. And yeah. It just like starts spinning everything up. Yeah, it was I don't weird. know. I, I, I don't yeah, know. Either. I don't. It's a good question because and maybe just like, like the the optics of if you put the disc in and it's like we're just gonna take you to the store and you just pick what you want to install, right? You know what yeah. I mean? Like it doesn't want to do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that does sound terrible. But uh, that's all I was gonna say about the uh, the install process. It's like I wonder if the store version installs better than the disc version does. Because yeah, maybe discs just seem like I don't know. I, I'm yeah, they're I'm, like a liability at this point. Like I yeah, bet maybe. you're right. I bet the disc actually probably made this whole thing worse, which is its own conversation. But it was still like the fact that I couldn't download the campaign at all was. And then when I did, I had to do it in chunks and it didn't tell me that it was just like, it, you know, really what it felt like. And this is probably the reality. They just don't want to play the campaign because they don't make money from it. Right. They're like, no, please play zombies and, and Warzone. Like, don't play this campaign. They like hide it behind weird, like insane segmentation uh, because, yeah, if you play the campaign and uninstall it, they can't make any any money from I mean, that right i don't think it's as and as insidious as you like uh are kind what of else could it, it possibly be dude people don't want to play the campaign but why right? do they like break the, it up into chunks like why? i think well to try and save space because you can barely fit that game on a ps4 now right i i yeah. what i assume it just is, made it the most optional <laughs> yeah we install the chunk people play right which is the first and, two cam- missions of more, the campaign you're probably right no actually. it's probably i, I mean like the first thing they install is Warzone, and the second thing they install is Zombies, and the third thing they install is two missions of the campaign. Yeah. It's like no one gets past this. Yeah, you're you right. You know, like 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 this is this is as far as anybody gets, right? And then the rest, it's like I guess if you want to keep going, you know, well, we got to download for that too. But uh, yeah, but yeah, That's I thought the campaign true. was pretty shit. You know, um, <laughs> just in general, I found everyone unlikable. Uh, like, there's no good characters. It wasn't interesting at all like you know if we're gonna compare like adler to like price from the last uh call of duty like yeah. it's no contest um adler is just that fucking you know fake ass robert redford just, motherfucker just running so, around so unbelievably Listen, lame so unbelievably lame. he he's like a guy that like thinks he's cool yeah you know what i mean like 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 so clearly He's like that your neighbor that had a fucking Trans Am that thought he was exactly. fucking exactly. He definitely a has a he definitely has a Trans Am. It's like your dad's friend who your dad's not really friends with anymore because he thinks he's fucking stupid, but his friend thinks yeah. he's really cool. <laughs> you know? Yeah, because he got him in trouble the one time he 
tried to tried to bring Coke into the baseball game or something, <laughs> yeah, right? And they, exactly. they got kicked out. And he's just like, that guy's a fucking piece of shit. I spent $100 on those tickets, you know? like Exactly. Like, like that guy. But the other guy know? thinks like, hey, man, remember when remember when we, we got kicked out because I brought Coke into that? That was fucking cool, huh? Yeah, or, you know, or when they got in a fight at a bar, right? Or something that it, <laughs> yeah. they just thought it's the coolest thing. Uh, yeah, he's the worst. I fucking hate him. I found, yeah. I mean, some people like that campaign. I don't understand. I don't understand why people like anything these days, to be honest with you. <laughs> we were talking about a different game. I'm like, I don't get why people uh, like this. Uh, you know, well, I think my biggest issue is there's just so much less than Modern Warfare was, right? Yeah. Like, I think of that. I still clearly remember... Just like the initial screen, what you load that first mission in Modern Warfare, 100%. and I had to ask you, like, what the first mission, like, oh, what one was the first mission in Black yeah. Ops? And it's like, oh, it's this one. If you ask me what the first mission of Modern Warfare is, I'm like, yeah. remember when it opens, going and dark, just, the lighting through the trees, <laughs> yeah. right? And you're so crawling sick. through the dark, dude. Yep. It's just a fucking. It just blew my mind the first time I yeah. I loaded into that mission, right? Yep. Um, it was unbelievable. It was, fucking great and then you, yeah you're like in the dark going through all the the fiery like barrels oh, and the yeah. yeah it's so good and the it's tracer such a great rounds. yeah yeah it's such a great mission and um and you know black ops is just none of that yeah like, and, and i think totally you're you're right and and even worse like again i'm not like someone who gets up in arms about propaganda but this one really did to me feel like pretty over the line to the point where it was just like as someone who's, you know, an American and, you know, it's complicated, but I mean, you know, I like living here. I'm proud of this country in a lot of ways. I'm not blind to it, but you know what I mean? Like I consider myself pro-American, I guess is my point. And even I was Agreed. just like, this is fucking sickening. Like the way they present Ronald Reagan, they like put like weird lighting on him. Like he's like a Christ figure almost. Like it was, it was disgusting. And like the whole thing, it just felt really fucking gross. Not only just bad and lame. But gross as well, which I could have probably looked over if it was really fun or compelling in other ways, which sometimes Call of Duty kind of treads that line and I'm okay with it. But this was just like, it's stupid, uninspired, and fucking gross and cringy as far as like, hoorah, America, yeah, everything we do is fucking cool and awesome and we're never wrong. It was just like, and Reagan's fucking, an amazing Christ figure was just really, it could not If it was self-aware, it. it would be a lot better. Right. Right. It just seemed so yeah. like... It just seemed in some way like, you know, it's like it can't be genuine, right? Like there's no one in, the, you yeah. know, like there's no, there's no rational, like it, it I, I agree with you. I am very, I, I'm very pro-America. I love America. When people, uh, you know, there's this like discourse currently that is very like, you know, um, anti-American exceptionalism and, um, and anti kind of the American experiment, right? And, um, and that's fine. Like, I, I, I'm not saying that should or should not exist, but, uh, I agree with you. I'm very like pro America. I love America. And, um, and, and even I, who could in some ways be like, I kind of, I get, I guess what Reagan was doing or why some people, uh, look back fondly on that. You know what I mean? I think even those people would see this I as, agree. um, as strange right yeah. like just kind of perverse and strange yeah and um and not not funny like, no, like it's, it's not, not subversive there's not a tone of like they think it's the coolest thing ever what they're doing and it's it's yeah so not like they think adler's cool yeah you know? yeah unironically um, they think he's cool they think the 80s were cool too like it's very weird yeah and yeah, there's some cool stuff about the 80s, but it's mostly That's neon okay. colors, right? It's mostly neon colors <laughs> yeah. that were cool in the 80s and hollow notes. It's not... Um, <laughs> and nine-inch nails. Yeah. Um, 
it's not dipshits in fucking yeah, uh, Panama in, or whatever, Grenada. Yeah, in Panama and overthrowing aviators. like making yeah, and fucking puppet governments and banana republics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's so weird. It's so strange, and you know, it's, it's just, just it's just tone deaf. Um, and it's it's yeah. funny because Adler just like he doesn't seem like an operator in any ways. Like when you look at him in those like. He's just sort of like wandering through the bullets like a fucking <laughs> like a ghost Superman. You yeah. know what I mean? Like at least in Modern Warfare, you felt like, oh, these guys are like soldiers. We're yeah. taking cover. We're moving through shit. Yeah. And Adler's just like, come on. Fuck. Well, I forget what your name is in that game, but it's like. Well, you can make uh, it up. Bell is no, your but, code name. Yeah. Yeah. Your code name. What do you call it? It's, Move up, Bell. And he's just like standing in front of people shooting. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're just like, what are you like? What is happening? Here? Like, it just feels. Uh, yeah so weird and so gross i uh i hated all of my team yeah. and uh i will tell you and i i've mentioned this before but spoiler alert if you don't want to yeah. be spoiled for the end of the game um give me 20 seconds the best part of that game i'm gonna give you a little space to skip uh the best part of that game is if you do the last mission and you turn on your team you get to murder all those motherfuckers oh, that right sounds, that does sound nice like you literally they run away and you are hunting them through a mission right like that's cool like like you plan like an op to like uh catch the bad guy but instead you're in cahoots with him uh, and uh nice. and they all come in or like what's going on or you just start fucking shooting them <laughs> and they're just like running away yeah it's great and um and that's the best part of that fucking game because yeah. i hated those people i thought the missions were bad the set pieces aren't good yeah. um yeah i thought it was just very um dated and not good yeah and not it did feel dated there was there was a couple other quick points. One thing that I thought was funny though, while I was playing it, and it was just like, God, if I was not from this country and playing this, I'd just be like, Jesus, do Americans think this is cool? Like this is clearly propaganda. But then I thought, hey, I don't really care if countries make propaganda. Like I don't really give a shit. I'm smart enough to see through it. But I was thinking how actually cool it would be if other countries would make propaganda like this. Like I would love to play the Chinese version of Call of Duty. That's like CCP approved, super involved giant triple a budget release like wouldn't it be kind of interesting to see like what other countries shitty propaganda looks like in video game i mean form? that's that stuff definitely exists right I mean, yeah um, i guess i've never seen it but it would be like yeah something as big as call of duty made by the ccp like that would be fascinating yeah it's not as big as call of duty but those types of especially in movies those movies yeah. definitely exist yeah for sure uh, but i know there are like chinese only games like that it's just we don't get them because they're all in chinese they don't get translated you know? yeah yeah i guess that's uh, what i'd like to see like the, the call of duty of other countries would be cool like gross propaganda it would just be neat to experience it um the the, the two positives i'll say about the game is one it, i did think it was cool how you can like make your own operator and like come up with their background and come up with like perks again pretty far from realism but it was like i kind of thought that was neat how you can choose like your background of country and like how you got enlisted and your gender i guess not that it ever comes up but like that was kind of neat i thought a little more so than just kind of the blank people you you can at least sort of pretend to make your own character which was kind of cool and then um i will say this too i played a tiny bit of multiplayer and I, I was really surprised by how how well it translated to a controller because I played Modern Warfare with keyboard and mouse, and that's my preferred methods for FPSs, obviously. Um, so I thought it was going to be really hard, but I actually picked up and immediately started getting kills in multiplayer, which I was quite surprised by. So kudos to them for at least making the, the controller uh, really easy to adapt to and still feels pretty good in multiplayer. So yeah, I'll that, say that this, was cool like, at least. There's a lot of pros in Warzone that play with controller, which shocks me. Yeah, that's right? that is interesting. 
Um, and it is, I mean, I try, I'm so bad at controller. Like, um, I always end up switching back like halfway into a match cause I just can't kill anybody. And probably if you commit to it, you get a lot better at it. But yeah, and I'm probably yeah. also playing against other console people I'd imagine. So, you know. Yeah, but if you watch like Twitch streamers or like tournaments and stuff, they play on PC with controller and do really well. Yeah, that's right? crazy. But that, that, that kudos again, kudos to the developers because that's not easy to do. Good for them. Yeah, especially to make it seem like fair. You yeah. know, I think um, you could make controllers overpowered and have like tons of auto aim and yeah, um, just make it no fun. But it doesn't seem like there's that much. You know, some people cry about anything, but it doesn't seem like there's that much contention about one being better or like yeah. you know, not every pro uses controller or not every pro uses mouse and yeah. keyboard. No, right? that is that like is cool split. actually. Right. That's yeah. neat. I wonder like the behind the scenes for how they they find that balance would be pretty interesting to explore. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, all that said, overall, fuck that game, and like it yeah, really it, soured me from it for every part of it. The installation thing certainly didn't help. But even if it had gone really smoothly, I still would have just been like, dude, I don't even know if I could have finished that campaign. It was just so a gross, but also not fun. Like not a great combination. Yeah, I do feel like Warzone, like owning the Call of Duty space, has caused them a lot of problems. Yeah, right? Like, interesting. Um, and it's better. Like I'll say, it's because Modern Warfare. So better than other call of duty but um you know i think a lot of the spawns from the fact that it's like well we got to get people to install warzone like that's what people want to play that's where people spend their money like if we can't convert black ops player to warzone players then what's the point the problem is warzone doesn't run on the black ops engine right so it's like well now we got to install a whole nother gigantic game awkward right and it's yeah it's super awkward it's super cumbersome that's what it felt like cumbersome is the word like and you got the sense of all that shit moving behind the scenes just like dude this is not good this is not right it's all fucked up yeah it shouldn't work this way right um, and if I wanted to play the the BR version of this game, I should be able to just launch it from this game, yeah. right? Uh, and like, yeah, I think that's where uh, it's causing them a lot of grief. Yeah, that's know? interesting. They're like victims of their own success with Warzone. Yeah, and you know, I just I don't know. I, I can't imagine they looked at Black Ops as like, oh, this is the next Call of Duty game. I have to imagine that there's a reason that Warzone didn't become um, Black Ops Warzone. Right. Yeah. And was built into that engine. Like they had to see the writing on the wall that this game was not the next big thing, you know? Yeah. And, um, and just sort of like leaned on the old thing, you know? Yeah. I have to uh, imagine this will be like a forgotten Call of Duty entry, like, um, ghosts or, you know, some of the lesser known ones that were just like, oh, yeah, I forgot that year that one came out and no one remembered it. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm hoping they can match modern warfare success yeah. coming up well, I I thought that game it, it'll was be really, cool to uh, see what infinity war does yeah i i totally agree with you i loved i loved modern warfare i spent a lot of time with it yeah me too i thought it was great yeah uh all right so did you play anything else this week or is that <laughs> oh that and it? i also this last no, 40 fucking kidding. minutes yeah i know i'm sorry time. i i warned you we had a lot to talk about but no that that's that's mostly it i would love to know what you played though it's okay because I didn't play much, so oh, okay. that it, worked it, out it's a good, it's a good, uh, it's a good shift. Um, honestly, what I probably played the most of this week, surprisingly, was uh, a mobile game. Oh, um, League of Legends Wild Rift. Oh, it's I like see those YouTube ads. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, they're definitely marketing it, but it's uh, it's the League of Legends MOBA on the mobile, and uh, you know, for as much grief as I give League of Legends, like. I think on the phone when you're taking a shit, it's a good game. You know, like um, I kind of don't have the energy to play 40 minute 
um, you know, league games sitting in front of my computer, yeah. uh, getting shit talked to by a bunch <laughs> of fucking kids. But, uh, you know, playing a 15 minute game on my phone of it, you know, while I'm doing something else or waiting for things to load or whatever, like, like, yeah, this is kind of what I, what I want this content to be. Yeah. It's you almost know? like a better fit in some ways. In some ways, I think it's the best version of League of Legends, right? Yeah. Uh, my only beef is like uh, none of the currency or anything carries over; like ah. it's its own game entirely. And I have so much League of Legends currency and stuff bought on my account that it's like, man, I wish I could use. I guess that's something. why they did it, right? But that that would be a nice sort of olive branch, and I bet it would grow the install base too. But I guess they probably don't need it. They don't need any help, I'm sure. Yeah, it would only convert people from um yeah pc to mobile but those people still spend a bunch of money on pc so it's not like they yeah. they're not turning that off so it's like yeah uh they're, they're fine with whatever store people want to purchase from and in some ways it probably drives more purchases that they can't you know uh the people that do have both can't you know uh have to spend money on mobile if they want kind of the prestige of their account to match the what their yeah um, pc account did um yeah so i've been playing a bunch of that i think it's pretty good if you like league of legends you know it you know, I, like, yeah. I don't think there's any... Is it? How uh, is it different? Like, how is it shortened? What? What's? We don't have to get super into the weeds unless you want to, but, like, how, how did they make the game shorter? What's the well, logistics behind that? Some of the characters are different. I mean, the map's a little different. It's a little... It's condensed a bit, so it just feels a little smaller yeah. in a way. Um, you know, I think the towers die faster. I, you know, there's a lot of, like, game-lengthening rules in League of Legends that kind of extend games that stop early stomps. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, like in, in PC League of Legends, like towers are, they have shields around them for the first, I don't know, five minutes. I don't know how long uh, it is, but those shields eventually fall and towers can go down faster again mm. um, to stop people from um, mounting like really early pushes and kind of, uh, you know, killing off a lane. Um, you know, there's a lot of things in place like that where this game doesn't have any of those. And um, I will say, I think the, you know, because it's, it's mobile, like control isn't that good yeah you know and i think that helps to extend or to shorten the games right because it really turns into like um if you kind of have farm and you're more powerful because it's like auto aiming and like um and you you know like it's hard to like outplay people as much yeah like the winner's going to win in a lot of ways yeah, it's more you know de- what i it's mean more like, like decisive yeah um it's more decisive yeah being outplayed by someone that has had a bad game thus far is more rare i feel like in this and maybe that's just because i'm in early levels but um but yeah because just because the control scheme and the way it is interesting um yeah other than that what did i play um i played a bunch of final fantasy of course yeah. um you know it's funny because the new patch dropped so yeah have you been uh, playing it so yeah i started doing the new patch content and I got to uh, the like the uh, the dungeon for it, and so granted, I have not played that much Final Fantasy uh, in these past few patches, right? I've jumped in, I've been doing a lot of glamours, yeah, and kind of messing around and leveling alts, but I have not been leveling like doing the raids and leveling my max level character, and uh, I realized I'm under leveled for Ooh. the uh, dungeon. Yeah, I was very upset, and now I'm like, <laughs> fuck. Now you're like grind. a fucking scrub. Yeah. Well, now I'm like two relic level like weapons behind, which like relics. You have to do these like farming quests to like upgrade your weapons. So I got to do those. I got to run the earlier raids like a bunch of times and try and get the gear for those. Um, 
yeah, I was very disappointed. <laughs> but <laughs> it's my own fault for not keeping up. But uh, and uh, doing it's what I always do. I always end up focusing on alts in that game, right? Like once yeah, I get to part indie, of the fun, man. Yeah, it's it is part of the fun. So, um, so yeah, I'm a bit under leveled, so now I got to kind of go back and do that. But that's funny. Yeah, it is funny, but. Yeah, I played a bunch of Final Fantasy XIV. Um, I was looking for something else to play this week. So I was like, oh, like what should I play? There's a sale on Steam. And uh, I bought Titanfall 2. So I was like, oh, everyone says so much good about the yeah. uh, campaign. And the multiplayer. I played a lot. Yeah, I played a lot of Titanfall 1 multiplayer. And I just haven't gotten to doing the campaign in Titanfall 2. So I'm like, this is like a must play, right? I'm going to jump in. I'm going to play it. Yeah, hell yeah. And uh, so I bought it on Steam. And I downloaded it. And I went to launch it. And when I launched it, it's like... You got to install Origin. No. <laughs> You're like, I, no, I don't actually. Fuck you, yeah. sir. And I, I immediately uninstalled it. Yeah. And um, <laughs> yeah, I immediately funny. uninstalled it and asked for a refund on Steam. Nice. Uh, in some ways, I kind of, I kind of feel bad about it. You know, like not in like a, not in like an I actually feel bad sort of way, but it's like, you know, it's not a bad game. Like maybe I should just install Origin, but I don't want to you know like yeah, luckily like, you don't have to because you're an adult it, it's sort of bratty to be like i don't want to install it you know but i just don't like it's yeah it's it's not good software um i didn't buy it on steam so i could also install a launcher yeah, under a launcher under, i don't understand that it's basically just like a weird like ea is like can we just have a redirect to origin yeah, through another for a bigger like it's very weird well, it's funny because with Apex, they found a way to make it work. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like you could do it if you wanted to, but you just are unwilling. Um, and so we kind of end up at this like, well, I just don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. And, that's like a not as bad version of what happened with, with Black Ops. But it's that same thing of just like, hey, man, you made this too fucking annoying. So I'm out. You know? And luckily, Steam offers refunds. Yeah. You know? So it's just like, it's really easy to just be like, I don't want to install Origin. Yeah, yeah man. I wish back. I could get a fucking refund on Black Ops, but oh, well. Nah, you know, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, I'll resell the disc for like $6. <laughs> yeah, take it to GameStop. Yeah, I mean, I bet right. you, could, you could probably resell the disc on like um, OfferUp or something for, you know, 30 bucks or something, I bet. Yeah, maybe. Um, if you really wanted to. But um, but yeah, so I already got my refund on that game. You know, it's just funny because if I wanted to install Origin, I could just go on G2A and buy a key for a dollar fifty. Yeah. For Titanfall two, you yeah. know. Yeah, the I whole reason you on... bought it from Steam was to not install Origin, right? I mean, and to have it on Steam. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know people hate G2A, but I'm a consumer, all right? I'm not. I don't yeah, make. We're these coming games. from the consumer perspective here. Yeah. I'm not really worried about fucking EA getting their or respawn or respawn for that matter. Yeah. Now. Yeah. And you've given Apex uh, plenty. You've given respawn plenty of money. Yeah, I'm definitely not afraid to spend money, but if I can get a better deal, I will. You yeah. know, like, I think that's how this market works. So, uh, if you don't like it, send me an email. <laughs> yeah, please. We'd me. love to hear from you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much what I played. I played it. I played uh, this game called Super Mecha Champions also. Um, it's uh, it's a BR. It's a mobile game, basically, that's ported to Steam. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to recommend it, but... It's all right. It's a, like just anime BR where you can shift it to mechs. I mean, I like the name. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't call it good. I it's it's a mobile port. It feels like it. Yeah, but whatever. It's goofy. You know what I mean? Like it's worth a, a couple minutes or I, I don't know. It's fun to fuck around. Yeah, I spent a, I spent ninety nine cents at the store, so I get a free character. So Ooh, so it must have been. A, it's at least a dollar is good. It's a dollar good. So uh, <laughs> take it take it from that. Oh. Is it? Yeah. 
Did you? You know, I didn't get to ask you this, but when you were playing Final Fantasy, were you playing on PC or did you get a chance to try it out on PS5? I installed the PS5 uh, beta. I have not tried it yet. Though. Yeah, me neither. I was just curious. Yeah, I know. I need to check it out. I'm too so. scared to play that game with a controller, which, again, by all accounts, it works great on a controller. I'm just like, can't wrap my head around it. So I'm like, nah, I'll just stick with what I know, I think. Yeah, I think the one thing to remember, and it does it does take a while to get used to, is though, like, the majority of the time in combat, you're casting, like, three spells. You yeah, know? Maybe you are. No, and you are, too. You know? <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. It's four, five, six, and sometimes yeah, seven, like, and then occasionally I'll throw up some defense. But, yeah, you're right. You know, and what's what's really, like, the thing about it and why it works, and you can see how I have my hotbar set up, is, like, your combo, like, for me, like, my, whatever class I am, the combo I use the most will be, like, one shift one control one, right? Like, yeah. I'll put it, I'll stack them like that, and then, like, my AOE will be, like, two shift two control two, you know? And so, uh, when you play on controller, it's, like, then you can do, like, X, L2X, R2X to be your combo, yeah. right? And then, or, or you can just do like X square triangle is your combo. And then your AOE combo is L2 X square triangle. Yeah. And then, you know, like, and then all of your, uh, of your tanking, right? Like all of your like defensive spells can be like R2 yeah. X square triangle. Yeah, no, right. I can so say like, that could work for sure. You kind of have these really simple patterns you set up for like, oh, this is kind of how I work my way through these. But, uh, I play with mouse and keyboard. So, uh, I have done, I have done, uh, played my PlayStation controller on PC yeah. before. Yeah. No, I mean, it's cool that it works. I just, you know, haven't had a reason to try it yet, but I am, I'm curious about what it looks like on PS5, but I'm pretty sure it looks fine on PC, you know, PC. even a 1080, yeah, I, I get pretty high frame rate at 2560 by 1440. So I think it's, you know, can't imagine it's I that imagine, much better. I imagine it looks the same. Yeah, that's exactly. What, that's what I'll say. Like, I think it's probably the same. And it doesn't that's good. look worse. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's good for a console. So yeah, that's great. But. Uh, yeah, okay, that's what I played this week. Let's take a quick break, and then we will come back with uh, a few news stories before we get out of here. And we are back, Leo. Did you get a chance to play any more uh, Black Ops uh, during the break? <laughs> yeah, I, re- I started another install, so I'm, I might be ready to play it in a couple days. I was thinking, uh, too, like, man, imagine imagine if I had really slow internet. Like, if I if I took the day off of work and, like, bought this game and, like, or it was in high school or whatever, and then I was like, cool, I'm going to play tonight. And then I put it in my internet slow. It's like, yeah, you'll play in literally 12 hours. It's kind of fucked up. Now, the worst is like if you're a teenager or something and you like start the install and you're like, All right, I'm going to go to school while it's installing. Uh, and then yeah. when I come back, I'll be able to play. And you get home and it's like 120 gig patch. You're like, all right, all right, I'll play tomorrow. Right. And you do the <laughs> patch and then leave and then come back. And it's like, you need another 30 gigs. And you're just like, motherfucker. It's like, it's Monday now. Dude. Yeah, that would yeah, be really upsetting. Yeah. I was upset yeah, enough that it's a game I didn't even want to play. Imagine if I was really excited about it. Yeah, if you're trying to play with the bros, you know? <laughs> yeah, with the homies. Or you met some girl that's, you know, got <laughs> a huge black ops skills. <laughs> and she's like, I'll play Black Ops with you all night long. And you're like, oh, I'll play Black Ops with you all night long. And then you try, and it's like, fucking, I'm patching. And she's like, hurry up, I'm lonely. And you're like, <laughs> you're like I'm trying, girl. I'll be there soon. I'll be there soon. Yeah, I'm still on fucking <laughs> copper cable. I can only go so fast. And she's just like, she's on that fucking, she's, like, she's on that fucking fiber optic laughing at yeah, you. Yeah, she's like, I only fucked those fiber boys. And you're just like, oh, oh shit. Yeah, right? fair enough. But I will say, any girl who's like, come over to play Black Ops, you should say, no, no. You're ta- you have terrible taste in games. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I mean, when you're like people like me, we can only get girls with bad taste, right? So <laughs> you got to kind of roll with it, Leo. You got to kind of roll with it. Um, 
All right, let's get into some news stories. Uh, and watch out for those fiber boys out there, all right? They'll <laughs> yes. love you and leave you. They'll love you and leave you. Just as fast and, as And fiber internet. girls, too. Yeah, yeah fiber out. girls, too. Yeah. They move just as fast as their uh, connection. <laughs> um, so big news on the PS5 front. Ooh, more big um, news. Yeah, PS5 is now the fastest selling console in U.S. history in both units and dollar sales. Wow. So that, yeah, that's just to be clear, that means it's at, at this amount of time it's sold more than any other console ever in in the United States. In the United States, yes, more than wow. any other console ever in the United States. That's pretty crazy, considering everyone wants one and no one can get one, and it still managed to achieve that. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, I mean, I think it just goes to show, like, it's as much as there is a supply issue, it exists because there is a massive yeah. demand issue. Like demand has just increased so far yeah. over previous consoles that, uh, you know, that's, uh, it's kind of put us in this position. Yeah. I mean, it's true. Like all these issues, it's like, no, it's cause just people want to buy everything. <laughs> it really is kind of more simple. than I think a lot of people are making it out to be, there's other issues, but overall it's like, no, everyone just wants a console and a GPU. That's, that's what it is. Yeah, it's uh well it's not even I feel like anything you can buy, they're like it's competitive buying now. Competitive consumerism is now like oh, the man. the way of things, right? Like I don't yeah. care if it's consoles, GPUs, shoes. Uh, uh, what uh, uh, NFTs, shoes, yeah. toys, Dogecoin. <laughs> uh, you know, uh like artisan donuts, like whatever it is, like people are going to buy it before you and wave it in your fucking face on Instagram, right? Like, yeah. it's just, it's really is the nature of uh, of what's going on right now. Um, yeah, I don't have too much to say about that. I mean, we kind of saw the writing on the wall. Like, I- I've heard some inklings of this, right? Like, before it was official, uh, that it was kind of blasting sales. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, now we know it's official via MPD and Matt Piscatella. That's, uh, he that's posted crazy. some charts, but I can't see him because he blocked me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, I, I don't wonder why, but he did. I wonder what those Xbox numbers look like. And I don't mean that to like make fun of them. I'm genuinely curious. Obviously, they're not as high, but I'd be. I'm very curious what their numbers are. Uh, let me see, so I can make fun of them. I'm sure they're doing just fine, but I'm sure they're fine too. <clears throat> I mean, because like you know, if you can't get a PS5, then <laughs> yeah, yeah, being, being yeah, second exactly. best is not bad when when everyone's buying everything. Yeah, I mean, AMD can sell video cards now. That's that. That's how you know. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's how you know Damn. NVIDIA cards are in demand. When AMD starts selling cards out, you're like, yeah. wow, people must really be hungry for video <laughs> cards. So I'm saying Xbox is the AMD of, or AMD video card of consoles. Yeah, this is complicated considering there's AMD video cards in both of those consoles. But I do see your point. Yeah. And the AMD processors are selling <laughs> like hotcakes too, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, pretty good. Yeah, that's um, crazy. Good for them, I guess. I mean, I, we we both bought one, so there you go. Yeah, we're part of the problem. Uh, next story, and this is another sales story. Uh, Outriders soars up sales charts despite launching on Xbox Game Pass. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, you do read the headline. And it's like, wow, Outriders are selling a lot. Um, it was third. Uh, it was the third most selling game in March on both of its uh, both of the main consoles. What was so, number one? Just out of curiosity. Uh, for both consoles was Cold War. Really? Yeah. Wow, still. Holy shit. Yeah, Xbox Assassin's Creed was number two. That's good uh, shit. Yeah, and then Outrider was number three. PlayStation uh, Spider-Man was number two. Uh, Miles Morales. 
and Outriders was number three. Huh. And then Assassin's Creed uh, Valhalla was fourth on PlayStation. It swaps bases with Outriders. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, and all those games came out many months ago. Many months ago. To so, be clear, like quite a few months ago. Yeah, so Outriders is doing great. I have no shade to that, but... Yeah, no, for uh, sure. It's, you know, it's funny. I got in... As I as I tend to do, you know, I got engaged on Twitter by someone, and um, and I I made some mention of like what's coming on Xbox, you know, and he's like, oh look at all these developers, and I'm like, well, what have they made, you know? Yeah. And and you pointed all these games, and it's like, one of the things I was looking at was like most of the games of these developers upcoming are games that weren't able to win their month in sales, you yeah. know, and um, and I feel like that's a good indicator of a game that's not blowing up. You know what I mean? Like, not a system seller, right? Yeah. Like, um, and, you know, it kind of puts Outriders in the space. I think it it is. A high-selling game for the month of its of its launch. Uh, like a 7-something on uh, Metacritic. Um, I am surprised, though. People do seem to love Outriders, but always with the caveats. You yeah. know, like, I, I feel like that's always the Outrider story, is people either hate it or yeah. they love it, but, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I and I think these these launch issues, these like you know broken ass, fucked up server issues, are not like they're I don't they're so unacceptable. Like I don't know where we got to the point where we're just like eh, it's just how it is. Like no, nah, dude, it's a failure. Like that's a failing. You can't launch a game that doesn't work. It's broken. What the yeah, fuck? It, it is funny in a world where I bought Cyberpunk on day and date and played the whole game. You yeah. know what I mean? Like. Um, and people are outraged. I mean, sure, it was not the best, and it did crash a couple times or whatever. I'm not saying it was in good shape, right? Or didn't deserve, um, you know, scorn. But uh, yeah, for people to be like, yeah, I can't log in to Outriders yeah. when I want, and or I get halfway uh, through a mission in DC, like that is there's nothing more annoying than that. Period. Yeah, it would be in like, all of what's gaming. What's the, the gunplay, bro? You know, like it's uh, it's pretty, it's pretty funny. Yeah, it's um, fucked up. But you know, I mean, something. I, yeah, I, I mean, am, if you like it, great. All the power. I'm glad you're having fun. But even the people who love it, no one's saying there's anything original about it. They're like, it does some things well, but no one's like, dude, this is new shit. This is the good shit. It's like, no. At best, it's like an amalgamation of other games. Yeah, and the writing is bad. Yeah, um, real bad. Uh, I would say. Uh, I do like like people have talked about the gun modding system, which does seem interesting, right? Because yeah. you can put like perks on any gun, right? Like you can move yeah, them can, like, from build gun to gun. Own. That is cool. Yeah, which seems neat. Like that seems like a fun way to play it. But yeah, um, I'm, yeah I'm just not willing to spend sixty dollars on. It. I'm not willing to subscribe to Game Pass to play it either, right? Like, no, fuck. Uh, so, um, yeah, I don't know. If it was real, real cheap, I might try it. Uh, yeah. Or if yeah. And it feels it feels like a cheap game, right? This feels like you'd see it for fifteen bucks like three times before you'd be like, oh, okay, fuck it. But like the idea of paying sixty bucks for it is um and I don't know what that says about me necessarily, but this feels like a deep discount kind of game and it plays like one too, if you ask me. Yeah, we talked about it last week too, but yeah. you know, I feel like if people weren't under this like misguided impression that Game Pass games were free, <laughs> yeah. right? We would have a much different um People have a much different take on um, Outriders and how much they're willing to accept the uh, issues with quality. Yeah, right? totally. But uh, yeah, but good for them. Yeah, you hey know? man, fuck yeah, all the power to them, man. Like, um, good for people can fly. You know, they've always made like kind of games that sort of get swept under the rug, but I'm, you know, good for them. 
Yeah, put you on the map, make a game like this, right? Yeah, for um, sure. All right, next story. Um, Resident Evil Res Evil. <laughs> I haven't heard of that. Sounds good though. Resident Evil Four is coming to the Quest Two. Yeah. Are you ready for? Uh, we got this VR news segment. Yeah, um, totally. I mean, I was watching the um the, the Resident Evil thing, right? There was a couple announcements, but this was certainly the the most exciting. I think. It looks cool. I mean, I, I'm very curious to see how the game will adapt to it, right? Because it looks like they're making pretty significant changes because it's not the kind of game. It's a third-person game. You can't just, like, throw it into VR. Yeah. Yeah, I'm wondering, too. And, I, I have uh, no idea how it'll work. And how scary are these scary Mexicans going to be? <laughs> they're not Mexicans. In, they're Europeans. In VR. I mean, maybe. No, you they're know. in Europe. I guess Mexicans I mean, could have all flown to Europe to attack Leon, but... Yeah, maybe they're maybe they're immigrants to Europe <laughs> from Mexico. From Mexico, <laughs> yeah, it goes both ways. Yeah, we are, both. No, you're right. I, maybe I'm the one who's out of line here. Yeah, you're way out of line. <laughs> yeah, and uh, uh, yeah, it'll be so much of that game is about aiming, though, right? And like stopping to move. And I just like I'm not saying it's a bad idea at all. It'll just require. It's going to be a pretty significant change. Like it's almost like I don't even know if it's a port really, or if it's more of like a. Yeah, I don't know. I'll be very curious. I will definitely try it out. Yeah, I do think it'll be kind of its own thing, but yeah. I think that's pretty interesting, yeah, right? Like, totally. if it's if it's a VR game built in that Resident Evil Four story, I mean, the thing I like about Resident Evil Four is it's not that scary. No, it's right? Not. Like, it's There's the scary least moments, scary, but yeah, you're but right. It's it's like the it's the least scary Resident Evil game. Oh yeah, it's so much this I more might, insane. Yeah, this I might just try in VR. I might be willing to. Uh, Put on my big boy pants. Yeah, because like Resident Evil 7 in VR is way too scary. Even for me, it's like fucking, like it's not fun. It's way too stressful. But this, yeah, Resident Evil 4 is stressful in, in a different way, but it's not scary really. I mean, you're out in the sun for like large portions of the game. Yeah, and know? Leon's like just cracking weird jokes all the time. And like, yeah, yeah. It's, there's there's scary imagery and scary stuff, especially towards the end. But it's I don't even know if it's a horror game really. It is, but yeah. It's, yeah but anyway. it's more like an action game, right? Yeah, exactly. If you got to wear sunscreen in the game, then uh, <laughs> it ain't that scary, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's my take on it. So, yeah, uh, no, yeah it's cool. I, I think the more of these kind of like full-fledged games get kind of ported into VR, um, the better. Right, because yeah. I think these are kind of really uh, more interesting experiences for VR. Like, you don't need to build everything brand new. You know what I mean? Just like find games that work and fit them in. Right? Yeah. I think that's a that's a good way to use the hardware and the, the the amount of power it takes to run newer games is kind of crazy. Where games like this, I think, kind of suit themselves. Too. Yeah, they can run on on anything. And it's funny, Resident Evil Four is getting yet another port. It's like it really is. Skyrim and Resident Evil Four are just so ubiquitous on any platform. Yeah, huge games. Yeah. What is that noise? Are people... They might be protesting on Sunset because I hear horns and no, yelling no. out there. I, yeah. can't, I can't hear anything, but stay safe. We've been having tons of civil unrest. Yeah. Uh, on Well, you know, it's Sunset. Like, people... Yeah. <laughs> it's always a nightmare. Sunsetting's an upsetting street in general, so... I yeah, don't, I don't blame them for screaming and honking, just being there. Yeah, the Bed Bath and Beyond will definitely pay the price for the injustices of this country, <laughs> and uh, they deserve it. All right, um, all right. Uh, this is the last story we're going to jump into. Oh no, we got two stories. Sorry. Um, Quest Two gets official wireless VR mode and 120 hertz support. 
Yeah. That's the whole, that's the whole story. Yeah. I mean, I think the reason this is interesting is because we've talked at length about how there is third party support for wireless already. That works great. Um, and we love it. And obviously Oculus kind of let it slide, even though it's all, you got to like sideload some shit and whatever, but it's all, you know, you can buy remote or virtual desktop through Oculus. So they know, obviously it's not a secret. Um, I think they've just let it operate in the shadows while they work on this. So it'll be interesting to compare how, how it works compared to the third party solution, which works very well. It's cool though. Yeah. And, and what kind of features they can add to it by having it be yeah. first party, you know, like, yeah, cause, good point. You know, Oculus has their own versions of like, uh, you know, like streaming windows and yeah. uh, so you could link it into like OBS and stuff. So, you know, That's if true. they can do more of that because of their, like their access to the hardware and the software, like that would be cool. But yeah, I mean, virtual desktop does such a good job and they're so on the ball with like, yep. um, they're really kind of ahead of Oculus as far as like feature set. So, mm-hmm. um, I am interested to see if, uh, oculus's version of this comes close as far as what's available and how it works and um and all those kind of features but uh 120 hertz is coming too which is cool the the oculus launched or the quest 2 launched at 72 hertz yeah that's funny Uh, now it's at 90 hertz uh and finally we're getting 120 hertz um this will definitely be hard on batteries and well uh, and gpus right yeah and the gpus but uh, for the most part, the games that run on Oculus are seem to run really well. You know, like they're they don't look the best, but they're set up to run really well on the Oculus. So yeah, I, I think, think no, sorry, good. Don't no, I just think a lot of them have room to run at a higher frame rate. Yeah, this makes me realize that like I've been using uh, remote desktop and virtual desktop and all that shit, and like it's so closely connected to my computer that I actually don't know what's on the Oculus versus not anymore. <laughs> like yeah. it's also ingrained in my head because I I just immediately started doing it as soon as I unpackaged the VR headset that like I can't, I don't even remember like what's what anymore. Like what's native to Oculus, what's native on my desktop. Like what <laughs> at what point I'm crossing over in a third party. So it'll be kind of interesting once, you know, because I'll definitely try this out just all through the Oculus framework to actually do it through there. We'll probably feel very new <laughs> in a way. Yeah, I have a lot of native games because I to show people, right? Like, yeah, um, you know, I've taken it to like my fa- my yeah. uh, my sister's house to show it to my family and like let them all do VR. And so, you know, it's really handy having those native games where it's like just put on the headset. Yeah, totally. Point to controllers and uh, and just go, you know um and a lot of games you can buy it once and be on both which is cool yeah it's amazing how well that works to just be like no just put it on you use the handles yeah just do whatever you want you know it's like um people really are shocked that it's not cumbersome yeah to use the quest 2 yeah yeah it's a great piece of hardware like um yeah i'm really happy with it i i ordered the super i think i might have talked about this last week but this crazy thing from trying to for my head to make it more comfortable I haven't heard anything from them, but I assume it'll get here as soon as I forget about it. it. Uh, it's just, I forget. I, we, we could talk about it after, but it's, you know, it's essentially what you were talking about. I bought it through VR Panda. Um, it's just some big ass headset thing to make it more comfortable. That's mm, so a strap for it? Yeah, it's a strap. From a panda? You bought it from a panda? Yeah, I bought it from, I went to China and talked to a panda. Um, and he sold it to me and promised wow. he would ship it. <laughs> He probably will. Pandas are quite They're very reliable. Yeah. <laughs> They're quite trustworthy. Give them a lot right. of bamboo. Yeah. As long as they get bamboo, they'll basically... <laughs> yeah. You know, a panda never forgets. That's what they say. <laughs> That's what um, they always say. Yeah. Uh, last story. Last thing we're going to touch on. Um, Fortnite is getting 
Horizon Zero Dawn alloy skin. Nice. Wait, this is the worst written headline I've ever seen. Uh, Alloy's coming to Fortnite <laughs> from Horizon. Yeah, I was wondering. I was like, that's a weird way to say that, Tony. Yeah, I, I was reading a headline. Uh, so I will say this. When you search for news about Fortnite on Google, you get a lot of websites I've never looked at before. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Like, so normally it's you. like, yeah, yeah, normally it's like websites I know. And then I searched like Fortnite Alloy to have a story for this. And I'm just like, I don't know any of these. So, yeah, uh, excuse me if they're not the best, but yeah, our girl Alloy is coming to Fortnite. Um, yeah, I, I, I think the only interesting thing that I have to say about this as someone who doesn't play Fortnite is that looking at her character model made me realize, and I never really, for some reason, never really had this thought. I was like, dude, I think the, the character design for Fortnite is so ugly really bad like she looks so fucking stupid and bad and it's not anyone's fault it's like the design the design of the characters is at fault here it's not like they did a bad job modeling her. it's like the the character design they have to work with is shit and it made me realize yeah i think that's definitely does not help why i find Fortnite pretty intolerable uh it's just ugly yeah some engines just do um faces weird right i feel like unreal like doing faces like they can do very good ones i've yeah. seen really good ones but for some reason i don't think the I, I don't know i'm not a developer well i sort of am but uh, <laughs> but some sort engines of, just sort do, of uh, i don't know what's required from them but you just get these like very samey faces that all yeah. sort of a lot of unreal games i played or a lot of like epic game stores games i play especially ones that are in that style have that Fortnite kind of face right and um yeah i think it looks real bad yeah i think Um, i think part of it is a design choice to make it like accessible part of it is of course to uh, have a lack of detail so it'll run on anything i understand that but even so it like you could have both those things and have the game look cool and it just it's just ugly and fortnite doesn't run that well yeah true there was a time when it did like when it was like low resource but they've gotten it to a point where it does not run better than like apex or which which also has very ugly faces. Source Engine yeah. has really bad faces. Um, well, I don't know about but, that. Like Half Life Two. Remember the, that face tech was like fucking insane. Um, remember when Half Life Two came out? Like nothing came even close to how good those faces looked, and like the, uh, the that, animations. Remember that? That was a long time ago. No, I know. I'm just saying. Like it, clearly, they don't prioritize it anymore. Because at a time they did. I don't think it's the engine's <laughs> fault. I think it's people just don't care. Well, if you look at like. I mean, I know it's VR, but if you have, like, Alex faces, they're not good. I haven't, I haven't you know, played it yet. I'm just saying, like, yeah, maybe there was a time when Source Engine faces is not now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, I'm just saying, I don't, don't think it's the, I don't think it's the engine. I think it's... I think old. it is the engine. I think that they're not updating it into a way that accommodates, like, what they want. If you look at Apex faces, they are the worst. And Apex looks amazing. Like, it, it's a good-looking game. Um, I think something in the skin tech that's available doesn't, it just doesn't work that well for, for faces. Hmm. Um, yeah. Go back and look at Half-Life 2 faces now, right? And it's like, oh yeah, these are all pretty flat, you know, like, yeah, but, well, um, anyway. yeah, it's a long time ago. Like, it's fine. You know, they could be good then and not look good now, yeah. you know? Um, but they, yeah, I don't think, I don't think I've seen a Source Engine game that has well, now I'm going to spend the next week trying to find a Source Engine game that has good faces. Yeah, enjoy. Have fun. <laughs> no, I, that's um, it. That's all I'm going to do. You know, there I, is uh, there is actually one more thing I, I want to talk about because it's, it bleeds into what I'm going to do later today, which is play Resident Evil 8 on the demo that's being released at 5 o'clock p.m. today. 
for like yeah. <laughs> for like half an hour. It's very weird, but I downloaded it. I'm ready. Um, did you watch the Resident Evil showcase at all? <laughs> no, I did not. Hey, I suspect you might say no. Um, you know, I'll keep it quick. There's a couple interesting things. One was uh, Resident Evil 4 VR, which is probably the highlight of it. The other was they showed more from the the animated this anime you know CGI series that's coming to Netflix, and whew, it looks rough. It's got it's got real serious Resident Evil Six vibes, uh, and not in a good way. It looks like it's going to be pretty bad. But also watch it, of course. But hey, I was definitely disappointed by that part of it. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I didn't watch any of it. I mean. Yeah. Obviously, I'm not an RE head like you are. <laughs> yeah, they're so. adding they're adding a mercenary mode to Resident Evil 8, which you know that's cool. It looks fun, um, but I think the big, the big exciting thing is that yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna play Resident Evil 8 later today. I'm really excited about that. Yeah, that's gonna look good. Yeah. That re engine eight is no yeah, joke. It really is fucking cool. I can't wait to see what they what they do with it when it's like not you know in another five years. Now, those are some Gucci-ass faces on the re-engine. That shit looks good. Yeah. I can't... You remember how good Resident Evil 7 looked when it came out? Like, to me, still, that game looks good. But, like, when it came out, I couldn't believe it. I was just like, fucking amazing. is going on? Resident Evil 2 remake looks fucking incredible. Unbelievable. And 3. Incredible. There's some tech yeah. issues, but, like, the character models and, and, like... Yeah, those games are so beautiful. So, anyway, I'll report back next week with my RE8 experience, but... Yeah. I'm, I'm amazed how that engine scales. They use that engine on Rise, and it's... For yeah. Switch, it's most incredible, and it runs so fast. Yeah, like, it's a serious engine. I'm I'm really excited to see what they do with it. It was cool to hear that they were using it for something else. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm excited to hear what you think about it because yeah. I'm not gonna play it. But uh, let me know uh, if you looks fucking spooky, you know, bro, or if you see the tall girlies boobies. Uh, well. You know that might get me into the game. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll keep you posted. Just let me know if it happens or not. You know, like you don't have to be gross about it. You just be like, hey. <laughs> I'll be very it's clinical. On. Hey, it's on. It happened. Here's the code. Yeah, yeah. here's the code. It happened. <laughs> and uh, I'll be in. I'll be there. All right. Thank you uh, very much, Leo, for your time today. Hey, my pleasure. And thanks, thanks to everyone for listening. Yeah, listeners, thank you so much for your time. Uh, buy some Doge before 420 and be rich. Um, if you can figure out how. <laughs> if you can figure out how. You you know, I found the best way. Is, I mean, real talk, you know what I do? I buy Bitcoin through the Cash App. And I send Bitcoin to whatever exchange wallet I want to use. And then I trade that Bitcoin for Dogecoin. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's quite a process. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> this is why crypto will never work. We'll see all who's right? laughing on 420. Yeah, we'll you know see who's saying? laughing on 420. Yeah, right, I'm going to be laughing all the way to the bank. Okay. <laughs> uh, Take care podcast at gmail.com, Twitter, Facebook, everywhere you can find us. Thank you so much for listening. We love you guys. And go play some games. <laughs>